Welcome to BitCast on Podcast One, the video game podcast with the Axeman. Hello, welcome back to the BitCast. It's me, Axeman, Alex, joined by Henry. Henry the guest, and a special edition, Gabby the dog. Yeah, his dog is with us. I don't actually care what Henry has to say at all. I'm really just going to ask the dog for her opinions on everything. Gabby, what do you say about this? Okay, and that was Gabby. But anyway, I'm bringing in Henry to talk about Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, like I wanted to do for a little while now. But, you know, at the time I did four Smash Bros. episodes in a row, so I kind of wanted to chill out on that a bit. So here we are back in the Smash Brothers trenches. Here we go again. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about Smash Brothers Ultimate. We're not gonna do the same thing that I've done twice now and just run down every single character. Knowing how long winded we are normally, that w- this would be like the three hour long episode or something. Yeah, if we went through every single character, we'd be here forever. We did kind of watch the trailers before this. I was just kind of watching the trailer for fun, but then you just started watching it with me. Yeah, but. Watch the trailers, and since, you know, I've kind of given my thoughts ad nauseum, Henry, what are, what are your thoughts? Really for Smash. I remember you were, like, on the last episode before the reveal, you were talking about how he was honestly too big and you wouldn't be too attached to him. I, I did say that, yeah, and then they put him in, and I'm just like, <sighs> this is why I don't predict things. Shit. <laughs> I, I remember saying that they just have to settle for making him the biggest character, and they did. He's actually not even that big. I think Bowser's still bigger than he is. Uh, no, he's still bigger. Like, they, they downsized Ridley a bit. Otherwise, yeah, he's a... Ridley's finally in Smash, and I'm hoping people will now shut up about it. Oh, no, they'll, they'll never. The, you know, there's the Waluigi stuff now. Oh, of course, that one at least makes more sense. He's a unique character, has the potential for a unique moveset, he's been in since assist trophies were a thing, and yet he's still not a character. Oh man, this is turning into Anthony all over again. Yeah, I mean, even though Daisy is, and she's just an echo fighter of Peach. I mean, at least Waluigi is an assist trophy. And like This is very true. He is, he is one of the few Mario supporting casts, however, that's not a character. Wario's a support is a playable character as well. Wario, he's attached to the Mario series, but he's kind of doing his own thing in Smash Brothers. Yeah, that's true. He's doing more with the WarioWare stuff. I think the only, like, kind of recurring Mario character to not be accounted for now, the only two are Captain Toad and Toadette. Yeah, you're probably right, and we haven't seen if they're going to do anything with him yet, so that's something to look forward to. I hang out on the Smash Brothers subreddit lately, and, you know, every so often I do kind of try to make the case for Captain Toad and why I think he would be a good addition to the roster. I mean, he is part of Peach's arsenal, but you want Captain Toad specifically, because the Toad that Peach pulls out for one of her B-moves is just Toad. Yeah, it's it's like a good workaround, so it's not the same Toad. But... I mean, and she doesn't pull out Toadette, so that's the other option. Yeah. It's kind of a character who's had a lot more prominence lately. Like, ever since... Okay, if we don't count the new Super games... Right. Ever since his first appearance in Mario Galaxy, he has been in every major console Mario game. Uh, you can even go back further and say Toad, and say Toad's where it's kind of a precursor to that back in Mario Sunshine. 
As being an important toad, then yeah, but... As an important toad, yeah. Toadswick's dropped off the map. Meanwhile, Captain Toad, he's been, like, picking up the slack more. That's why I said Toadsworth is a precursor. Yeah. But yeah, I could see that happening. Um, we're not going to go through all the characters, but uh, the one that took me the most by surprise coming back is Pichu. Yeah, Pichu. Pichu is coming back ever since being absent in both Brawl and 4. It really committed to that everyone is here. Everyone is here. They literally said everyone is here. That's why we have now three different links. Yeah, I think I mentioned this with Anthony, but I liked how Pichu was almost immediately after Snake as if it's like, yeah, we meant everyone. Yeah, because Snake's back and he's been he was absent since Brawl. Yeah. No, granted, that's only one game, but still. Yeah, well, the thing is that there were company politics that were getting in the way of Snake. A lot of people were certain that he wouldn't be coming back. Right, I guess Sakurai probably had to pull a lot of strings to get all these characters back. Oh, he did. Like, I know he and Kojima are good friends, but Kojima's no longer with Konami. Yeah. So I'm not sure what kind of strings he pulled to get Snake back. I don't know, but... A lot of people don't have faith in Konami anymore, but... Maybe they're doing this as a, as a gamble, then, to make sure that they can have faith again. Maybe. I mean, I do know that they decided to put some... Like, like on top of all this Smash Brothers stuff... Oh, by the way, David Hayter is voicing Snake again in Smash. Okay, that's cool. On top of all this Smash stuff, they're putting some Metal Gear characters in the new Bomberman game, and David Hayter's back in there, too. So they're really trying to re-energize the Metal Gear franchise I mean, without I've, Kojima's help. Yeah, after after Metal Gear Survive didn't survive. Yeah, after Metal Gear Survive didn't. You kind of see that with Mega Man 11 being a thing on Capcom's side. Yeah, I don't think we'll ever truly... Unless, like, Capcom and Konami just, like, reach out through the TV screen and give the players a Snickers bar or something. <laughs> I don't think they'll ever live down the reputations they've built up. It is a good... Show of faith, right? And also, we can talk more about why Mega Man Eleven's a thing later. But so yeah, Snake's back. Wolf is back. Yeah, Wolf is back. I guess we're gonna kind of focus on the new returning character. Pretty much, if it's a, if the characters were in Smash Four, they're coming back for this one. Yeah, that's that's the whole gimmick of everyone coming back. Everyone's back, but now they're bringing back people that we haven't seen in a while, which isn't, to be fair, not very many. Uh, Ice Climber being one of them. Yeah, well, they, let's they, let's stick with Wolf for a little bit. Wolf, yeah. Wolf is interesting. He's kind of the heavy hitter of the Star Fox, of the Star Fox cast. Oh, okay. I about said crew, then I realized, no, wait, wrong uh, terminology. Yeah. Well, now I'm just thinking of a version of the DK rap. Star. <laughs> the, the Star Fox rap? Yeah. Maybe get, like, the four guys and Rob 64, or Crystal, even. Yeah. He's purple now? That's really weird. Yeah. I I'm okay with this. Oh, yeah, I don't I don't mind it. Just I, I keep thinking he's in one of his alt color schemes. Rather than not. No, I believe that is his default color. Yeah. They say that his design is based on Star Fox Zero Wolf, but someone kind of did a little digging around, and in that game, he doesn't really wear that outfit. Oh, then again, Star Fox Zero is supposed to be a remake of Star Fox sixty four, which is already a remake of the first Star Fox. I don't really know where it stands in canon. It's. Star Fox canon is weird now. That's, be that's because they keep trying to reboot the series, and none of them has been as successful as 64. Yeah. And then Crystal appears. She's an assist trophy. He's like, is Crystal canon now? It's like, She's been canned since uh, Star Fox Adventures. Well, no, but like, is that canon? Like, Yes, you know? it is. 
even with Star Fox Zero? Zero is supposed to be a reboot. Exactly. So that kind of throws Adventures and Assault and Command out the window. Even though Adventures, Assault, and Command are all technically with each other, it's weird. We'll get to that. We can talk more yeah. about that later. You want to talk about the Zelda timeline? Here's the Star Fox timeline. <laughs> Wolf was one of my brother's favorites, I remember. We talked about that on his episode. Did you have a favorite of the characters? Of the Star Fox characters? Yeah. Not really, because I never was attached that much to Star Fox, or even in Smash Brothers, any of them. But I would probably say Falco. Okay. Because he was the best mix for me, but I liked Fox as well. Yeah. I, I liked Fox too. He was always reliable, but I think I kind of generally used Falco more myself. Mm-hmm. I'll probably use Wolf a lot more due to the, hey, it's you again, it's so good to have you back in the game. But Speaking of having them back, Ice Climbers. Ice Climbers, yes. Now we're going to get to them. The Ice Climbers being conspicuously absent from Smash 4. Technical oh, difficulties, they're bringing them back in Ultimate. So hopefully they got them to work. And I do remember Smash 4 had Rosalina and Luma, but they're returning as well. So now can we just have can we just have an eight-player Smash with Ice Climbers and Rosalina and Lumas just running all over the place? Well, Rosalina and Luma isn't quite the same as what the Ice Climbers have going on for them. It's, despite being more complicated on the player's end, it's still technically simpler than just having a duplicate fighter. This is true. I did notice that, I'm sorry to interrupt, but they, they kind of addressed one of the issues of Nana being too abusive. In the other games, you could have, like, Popo grab one of them, and Nana will just keep attacking the enemy. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's kind of cheating, but... And this time, I think I saw in one of the trailers, while Popo's grabbing an enemy, Nana's just kind of cheering him on, so she's not going to help anymore. Okay, that's definitely good balancing there. I'm just waiting for the 8-player Smash with nothing but Ice Climbers. Oh, yeah. That's You thought 8-player Smash was chaotic now? Mm-hmm. I think they could do it in the Wii U version, it's just they couldn't get them on the 3DS version. They couldn't get them on the 3DS version for technical limitations. But they're coming back for the Switch version. Yep, they're they're finally back. Uh, Young Link. Young Link, who has been absent since Melee because Toon Link was supposed to be his replacement. But more, now they have both Toon and Young Link. Yeah, more or less, like... I keep saying that Sakurai probably could have gotten away with secretly leaving Young Link out, but they put him in the trailer. They put him right next to Toon Link as if to say, no, oh, you didn't believe me after Pikachu? After Pichu? Yeah, everyone is here. And I believe the Young Link here is still the one from Ocarina of Time because uh, he's uh, got the Deku shield. Yeah, Ocarina, Majora's Mask, kind of. Yeah, that particular setup. Whereas the new Link we've got is from Breath of the Wild. So we've got a good spread among and, and the then, Zelda and, series. And then Toon Link is Toon Link. Toon Link is kind of Wind Waker based, but he has the Spirit Trek stage. Yeah, he does. So, like I said, a, a good spread of different games in the series. It's not, it's not the Breath of the Wild fan club featuring Toon Link like I feared it would be. No, they have a good spread because people still like Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. Anyway, Between Worlds, what I believe Zelda's new look is. Yeah. Is based on the version of her from that game, and everyone loves her new design. I even love her new design. It's a good design. Yeah, it's one of the better Zeldas. Like, I wouldn't have minded the Breath of the Wild Zelda, but I think this is still probably, well, keeping classical version of her. Yeah, right. Uh, who else is coming back that wasn't in 4? There's not a whole lot there. Oh, Pokemon Trainer. 
Oh, yeah, that's true. That is an interesting one, because I remember Smash 4, they specifically got rid of transformations. Probably for the 3DS again. Probably for 3DS, or the fact that it just was really kind of hard to keep track of at times. Yeah, and people generally preferred one form over the other. Yeah, so what they did, so they got rid of them. This is going back to the old mechanic, though. I have I've heard rumors that they have changed it up a little bit. Really? Like, for example, in a brawl version of Pokemon Trainer, once you were started transformed, you couldn't be hit. In the new one, you can be hit until you're in the Pokeball. Well, they did speed up the swapping. So it's like lightning fast, almost instantly the next Pokemon. True. I've also heard, and this one's just a rumor, that if you get knocked out as a Poke- as one of the Pokemon, you just come back as the same one. I don't, I don't know whether or not that's true. I, that would be okay by me, because it would prevent a lot of the issues that people have with Pokemon Trainer and Brawl. I think most of the people's issues with Pokemon Trainer was the stamina, and they outright got rid of that. So that's good. They're keeping the uh, weapon triangle, or weapon triangle, I'm sorry, they're keeping the uh, type effect in this. Fire emblem on the brain. Yeah. But yeah, they're, I've, I've heard that they're keeping the type effectiveness, but it's a little better than it was in Brawl because, you know, with more characters, that's more varieties for different Pokemon to be affected. I still don't know why they don't just do bring Squirtle up to Blastoise and Ivysaur to Venusaur and just do that. I mean, I know they're bringing back every reoccurring every character from the previous games, but why not just give uh, Squirtle and Ivysaur their evolutions to go match Charizard? Well, they wanted to show off the different stages of evolution. I suppose you could argue a... Uh, well, I don't know. What, what would giving them their fully evolved forms do besides make them all their fully evolved forms? I suppose you're right there. Well, I'm, I'm also curious... I'm wondering the, where you're going with this. I'm also wondering what their final smash is going to be, because Charizard's final smash was Mega Charizard. I think it's going to be triple finish again. Triple finish? Probably. Probably. That's a That was a pretty good one. But the other thing, giving them all their... Me- all their uh, final forms would do is give every one of them their own Mega Evolution as a final smash? Well, they're getting rid of the transformation final smashes. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Sometimes the characters, they still transform, but the attacks are a lot more instantaneous and stuff. Rather than being like Giga Bowser for a good chunk of the fight. Yeah, like, final smashes are a lot faster. They all get to the point. Like, Giga Bowser is just a big punch attack now. Okay. Little Mac and Donkey Kong are both just flurries of punches. You know, the Landmaster has been replaced by R-Wing lasers. Okay, okay. So that's pretty interesting how they're going to do that. And getting rid of transformations does make the game a lot faster. Yeah. So maybe he'll still turn into Mega Charizard X for triple finish. Or maybe they all Mega Evolve. If they were all their final forms, maybe they would all Mega Evolve and then do triple finish, but... Well, maybe. I mean, I, I don't see a need to make Squirtle and Ivysaur fully evolved. It's, there's no need. I just thought it'd be nice. Eh. I think that's most of the characters that we haven't seen in a while. Now we have two new, brand new ones to the roster. I do want to say that you know, because we saw Mewtwo and Roy and Dr. Mario returning in the fourth game, seeing them again in this one, just it, it didn't feel as special now. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, by the same token, I kind of like that I'm used to them because it kind of makes them feel more permanent. Yeah, it does. Like, now they're not going away this time. But yeah, the new fighters... We the, only have two so far, and there could be more announced. Well, okay, there are three. One of them is an Echo, and... Th- I'm not, I wasn't aware of the third one. Oh, yeah, it's... Oh, Daisy, that's right. Yeah. 
Oh, since we named her, let's get her out of the way. Yeah, Daisy, uh, Echo Fighter of Peach. Yeah, she's uh, very similar to Peach. And, you know, that that's actually kind of perfect for her, because that's really all she has been in the series. For a while now. She's just Luigi's Peach. And for the longest time, one of Peach's uh, color options was just Daisy. It was Daisy's colors, but she didn't look like Daisy. Well, yeah, you're right. But now they're actually putting Daisy in the game. Yeah, and you know what? I'm not really that fond of Daisy, but eh, I'm still kind of happy to see her well, you know, with everyone. Well, at least we'll know she's Daisy, so. Oh, yeah. Well, if she tells us that she's Daisy, we'll know for sure which yeah. one is which. Yeah. Okay, now we're getting to the two new fighters that are not Echo Fighters. Inkling is the first one shown. That was the It was the Inkling girl specifically that was shown in the first reveal trailer. Actually, it was both of them. They were both together, but Inkling Girl is the prominent one. Right. Um, I never played Splatoon, so I don't have any attachment, but it's popular. It deserves some recognition. Oh, yeah. It was like an easy choice for a new character. I was kind of having this conversation in the episode I did with Anthony, but yeah, the, the moveset feels very faithful to what you can do in Splatoon, and so does the stage that they have and the different costumes. Right, so nothing real out of the ordinary here. It's just, okay, new character, new IP, cool. I do like that even after all this time, Sakurai is still finding interesting movesets and stuff. Uh, he's pretty good at that, actually. Yeah. And I do believe, I remember reading this back in a Melee strategy guide, believe it or not, mm-hmm. that every that the B-moves, anyway, for the characters is are all based on the character's history. Well, yeah, they generally are. Right, like Mario's cape... And the flood, etc. I mean, you get some exceptions, but that's usually how it goes. Usually, yeah. Again, you have some exceptions for characters that don't necessarily have uh, good games to base their movesets on, like Captain Falcon. Or if they're an Echo character. Yeah. But where are you going with this? I'm just making a mention. And then there's Ridley. Ridley. I mentioned him earlier as finally being in uh, Smash Brothers. He looks to be a rather interesting fighter. Yeah, he's really... I've I've been doing some reading on him, and it's like, while he's really good at racking up the damage and making everyone suffer, he can't really defend himself very well, and of course he's a big target. He's a glass cannon, in essence. He's kind of, they, they kind of nailed the feeling, to read about it, they kind of nailed the feeling of playing as a boss, is like, yes, you're devastating, but you're also vulnerable. True, and that's... I think that's going to balance him out really good for competitive play if we do that. Even then, he just looks fun to use. Yeah, he does. This is the first time he's ever been playable in anything. Yeah, you're right. He's never been playable in any Metroid game or any uh, any game, period. So this is the first time people can play as Ridley. Yeah. They mostly put him in as a favor because this is the ultimate Smash Brothers game. It's like, you know what? Let's finally see what we can do about Ridley. And they did something with him. I wonder if they're going to keep him in the next one. If there is a next one. There's, there's always going to be just a matter of who's going to do it. Because it would be stupid of them to get rid of a moneymaker like this. Oh, that's true. But yeah, Ridley being in is pretty awesome. I'm a big Metroid fan, so this is pretty nice, even though I wrote him off when Smash 4 came out. Yeah, I, I remember. I remember in between Smash 4 and this one, I was like, you know what? I think I'm okay with Ridley getting in. I think... I think a part of me wants him now, and then, hey, all right. Those are the characters, of course. You've got the aforementioned ones from Smash 4. I think most of the people who are trying to keep up with everything, like they kind of know the points of the characters. Let's talk about Mario. 
<laughs> yeah. Mario uses Cappy for some reason, even though he doesn't actually have any... They, they did change Mario's taunts, if, if, if we want to humor this for a few seconds. I was, being, I was joking, but go ahead. It's, it's, it's nothing. It changed some of his taunts. Can I just say, now, since we're on the topic, the reveal trailer for Ridley, when he takes out Mega Man Mario, is absolutely hilarious. Because when you actually see him, he's just sitting there holding Mario's hat in his claw. Yeah, it's kind of demonstrating just... Uh, Ridley is not only a violent killer, he enjoys being a violent killer. Possibly the most chaotic evil of all the Smash Brothers characters. And that's saying something, considering some of the players we have on the list. Yeah. So, the stages. They've already gone and confirmed that not every stage will be returning. Doesn't have to be the case. I mean, a stage is a... To me, a stage is a stage. I think the stages are... Especially by now, they're as much a part of Smash Brothers as the characters are, because you know, those are the backdrops of showing the different setting, and you kind of get used to like the aesthetic, the music, the well, platforms. Well, and... obviously, Battlefield and Final Destination are returning. Let's just get that out there. That's kind of no-duh commentary. What, is, or what are they bringing new to the table? We've only seen three new stages, and only two of them were at the demo. Okay. There was a new Donk City stage from Mario Odyssey, which was one of the ones I said they should and would add. Okay. It was seen briefly in Mario's 20-second trailer on the website. I've never played Mario Odyssey, so... It's the big New York City stage. I figured, given the name. Yeah. Can I just say New Donk City sounds like something out of Earthbound, though? <laughs> well, oh, you know, speaking of cities in Earthbound, we've seen every Earthbound stage ever is in Ultimate right now. That's pretty nice. Yeah. Onet, Foreside, New Pork City, and Magicant. Oh, that's definitely going to be pretty good. Oh, yeah, people are looking forward to HD Magicant. Oh, I imagine. Uh, another new stage is the Great Plateau Tower from Breath of the Wild. A game that I still need to play at some point. It's kind of an easy option for a stage. Uh, it's like... But it feels like if I pick on that, I'm just kind of kicking the Breath of the Wild horse a little more. Breath of the Wild is still very popular. Yeah, but I'm just saying it's like, of a game that's kind of built around the notion of seeing all these vistas and stuff, mm -hmm. power from the beginning of the game is just kind of too easy a choice. Like, there's so many towers of the game that could have, like, if they wanted to stick to a tower, they could have done one of the other ones, too. You're saying they could have picked, they should have picked something different. I'm saying... They probably could have afforded more thought on the decision. Yeah, if they just went with the one that at least everyone's going to know, I'd imagine. Probably. That's kind of the recurring thing with Smash Brothers stages is they usually pick stage one of everything, or at least fairly early on. That's why you don't see, like, Chemical Plant Zone from for a Sonic stage. Yeah, they usually go with the first stages, and I kind of get that with the Breath of the Wild stage. And I'm not really, like, upset with it or anything. I think I'm just... You know, I just kind of wanted something like really exciting, and it's just a platform high above the calmest area in the game. I can see that. But then again, that's also why we have Green Hill Zone for Sonic's level and not anything else. Oh, yeah. We haven't even seen the Windy Hill Zone yet by the time of this recording. Nope. So, so watch, watch it actually get revealed between now and then, and we'll just look like fools. I'm just surprised they haven't done any of Sonic Generations. Yeah. I mean, Green Hill Zone. Uh, uh, I mean, beyond that. 
There really isn't anything in Sonic Generations other than the blank white space. Nothing new, anyway. They could do Chemical Plant Zone well, or that, City Escape. Well, why would why would that be a Sonic Generations stage then? Why wouldn't that just be a Sonic Adventure Two or Sonic Two? Yeah, fair enough. We're gonna, but anyway. The other new stage is Moray Towers, the Splatoon stage. Looks very vertical. I just saw a picture of it. Yeah, we we were kind of looking at it. It is based a little bit more on Splatoon 2 than Splatoon 1, which is kind of interesting given how Ultimate's proposal was finished in 2015, which was the year Splatoon 1 came out. I imagine they changed a few... They probably changed some details. Yeah, it's it probably... It's probably not tantamount to changing the sun and the moon and the stars. Right. You just add, like, the little bitty cat to go with the big one. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Little Judd. Like, I still haven't played Splatoon 2, but Little Judd... I haven't played either is, of them. ...is glorious. It's this little itty-bitty cat who represents bad guys. Oh, wow. I showed you the little gif of him dancing. Yeah, you did. He's, he's just sitting there. Like, they show a screenshot on the Moray Towers page on the Smash Brothers website of just Judd sleeping... And little Judd is just sitting on his tummy. It's just, I don't even like cats that much, and that's adorable. Right. But, uh, yeah, those are all the new stages we've seen so far, and we have, like, over 80 confirmed returning stages. That's a, quite a few. Yeah, it is. Like, most of the stages I, are probably accounted for, and I'm sure we'll see more of them. Some dispute over which ones should or should not come back. Like A really popular one that people want to see again is the Fountain of Dreams. That was a good one. I like that one a lot. Yeah, I think the thing that goes against it is that the reflections in the water are a little hard to pull off, but they have the Wii Fit Studio, and that has reflections too. And they were able to pull off some form of reflection back during the GameCube era, so they really got no excuse there. Yeah, I mean, well, they also have, like, more characters and circumstances in this game than they did, and, like, with the higher definition and polygon-detailed models, that puts even more emphasis on the reflections, but that's if they want to make the reflections count as separate character models or not. And then, of course, Sakurai being a perfectionist will make them do it again. Reflections are really hard to pull off in video games, but I feel like if they're gonna do it for the Wii Fit Studio, they could probably do it for the Fountain or... They could just make the water not reflective. They could do that, too. Because, I mean, yeah, it's a very cool touch to the stage, but it also has other things going on for it, too. Oh, true. It's also one of the easiest ones for beginners. Yeah. And another stage that I've seen thrown around a lot, and one that I kind of miss more than the Fountain of Dreams, is Pokey Floats. Oh, I know that one could return, but people... I'm surprised people want to return. It's kind of a hard one to get through. Well, it's... Kind of one of those hit-and-miss stages, like, you know, of course, it would never be at a tournament or anything. But, oh, no. You know, casually, it's pretty fun to just go from Pokemon to Pokemon. I wonder if they'd actually do a Poke uh, another variant of Pokefloats where they introduce Pokemon from other generations as floats. Well, I think the thing is that the Pokefloat stage isn't really based on any actual instance in Pokemon canon. It's not, it just, I'm just saying... But, well, hear me out, because I know how we could probably work this into something, is that models of the floats are actually just directly ported from, like, one of the Pokemon Stadium games or something. There you go. So if we see any, like, 3D Pokemon games that were on consoles lately, maybe we could get, like, a Pokefloats 2 that features more... 
or they could even just pull them straight from the new uh, handheld games and just upscale them. That might be a little harder to do on Switch. I'm not really, I'm not really sure what the process was because I didn't play the Pokemon Stadiums. Like to be fair, they imported apparently Pokemon Stadium models into the second movie, so it's possible. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty certain that at least the Kangaskhan one was directly out of you know Pokemon Stadium at the time. Interesting. Yeah, I could see them kind of trying to do something like that for Pokefloats. People have joked about what you would do for Omega Pokefloats, and they there's a joke that you just get an Avalug float. <laughs> it actually would work. And for people who don't know all the Pokemon, Avalug is this weird iceberg iguana with a completely flat back. It looks like an it looks like an aircraft carrier made out of ice, or that someone started designing it and then stopped halfway through. Yeah, it's really weird, but it, it would work as a final destination. It would work as an Omega. Yeah, Pokey Floats is a stage that I always liked in Melee, and I kind of want to see again. Like, I don't expect you to like know offhand which stages are in this one or not, but are there any stages that you kind of... Like, maybe I can kind of tell you whether or not they're in yet or not? I know they had low rule, or, um... I mean, between Worlds stages in Smash 4. No, they... They didn't. They had music from The it. music, I'm sorry. I wonder if they would put Low Roll in. Not, I don't mean like a new stage. I mean like returning stage. Oh, returning. I'm sorry. Um, actually, one I'd like to see return would be the Halberd. That's in. That is in? Okay. Were you just flying around the Halberd? Well. Or even fighting on the Halberd itself. Well, I mean, it, it's the same one that's been since Brawl. Okay, so it's the one where you're flying around. Okay. I, I'd like to see one where they're fighting on the Halberd. Like what they did in Subspace Emissary. Hmm. Like, not necessarily the entire ship, like, maybe just a section of it, but... Yeah. Like, some of the stage hazards could be the cannon, or... Well, I mean, that that's a stage hazard in the one we have now. Oh, that's a good point. You, you haven't played on there very much, have you? Not in recent, man. Well, like, you know, they're bringing in a lot of the 64 stages we haven't seen in a while. That is pretty nice. Or at least... At least Saffron City. I don't know... Like, the, the one I the one I wanted to come back in the last one we did of this. Yeah. Uh, I'm just wondering if the central tower is going to have all, only Gen One Pokemon, or if they're going to go all the way up to Gen Seven now. No, they're still Gen One, and they're still flat sprite. They're staying faithful to the original. Yeah, they're they're kind of doing that with the old stages from the '64 game. Like the melee and onward stages get touched up. But '64 stages are like intentionally. Because that's how that's how they looked back then. Yeah, like some of the other stages are back from the '64 game, but they've already been back before. Oh yeah. Out of all those stages, I think my favorite was Hyrule Castle. Hyrule Castle was actually pretty fun. Yeah, and I did see it on the website, so I know it's in the game. Yep. Any other stages that you kind of want to see again? Hmm. What? I think didn't they say that the Dreamland one from '64 is returning? It is. Yeah, I thought I saw that. That one and Green Greens. And Green Greens, the one from Melee, so they're both coming back. Yeah, Wispy Woods is getting around. <laughs> yeah, which is really hard to do as a tree. Actually, it's he's a surprisingly mobile for a tree. Well, I actually don't. Kirby's Dream Land 3 proved he can't uproot and move. Oh, yeah, and he's done that in other games, too. So, yeah, he. it's not like he's stuck there. Yeah. Deku Tree, he ain't. Nope. I'm trying to think of uh, other Zelda stages that I'd like to see. I think the Spirit Tracks one's coming back. 
You know, the 3DS game kind of had more interesting stages than the Wii U game at times. That's what I heard. I also heard that Smash Tour was pretty bad. It, it was it's very bad. Like, a lot of people prefer Smash Run. Yeah, I didn't like Smash Run that much, but I'll take it over Smash Tour. And you know what? I'm a lenient guy, as you've come to notice. I hated Smash Tour. A lot of people didn't like Smash Tour. Like, even, like, I'm saying, it's like, even me, who tries to defend almost everything, is just like... Yeah, because of the way they did it. Smash Run was a lot better. I wouldn't mind if they, like, tried to take another crack at one of them, but I, I, I just want Adventure Mode back. I'm, okay, back to stages. I said Wool Rule already. Can we at least get a Dark World level? I know it's not one returning, but... Oh, uh... They've done everything else with Hyrule. We actually made a goof last time we talked about this. We said that there were no stages in, like, any of the other realms. We completely forgot about the Great Base stage. You're right, we forgot about Termina. I edited that back in during the editing process. To point out, it was like, uh, yeah, the Great Bay, hello. Yeah, I'm, yeah, we completely forgot about Termina, which is sad, because Majora's Mask is my favorite 3D Zelda. And, and that stage is back, too. Which is awesome. Yeah. I wonder if they'll do more with Termina stages. I don't think they would, because I feel like the thing is that since they're kind of grabbing, like, from all different kinds of games of the series, they're probably not going to try to double-dip too much. You're probably right. We already got, we're already going to get a bunch of Metroid stages returning as well. Yeah, we've got Brinstar, we've got... I think we've seen Norfair, we've got Frigidorfian. I thought we saw a Brinstar Depths as well. We, we have a remix of that leads people to thinking that it will be there. Uh, have they shown WarioWare returning? Because I actually like that stage. Yeah, they have. Okay, WarioWare's returning. I, I guess I like that one. Yeah, we haven't seen the gamer stage yet, which would be kind of funny because that's the stage where you're fighting in a bedroom at dark and Nine Volt's mom comes in and looks for everyone. And if you're if she sees you, she yells at you and that damages you. <laughs> and I just want to imagine Ridley getting yelled at by Nine Volt's mom. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, that'd be pretty good. I don't know, it's like most, the vast majority of the stages are in. Right, I think it'd be easier to start trying to figure out which ones are not coming back. Well, most people are, okay, the two that most people are counting out are the Miiverse stage. Yeah, because Miiverse is no longer a thing. And Pyrosphere. That one's a little weird, though. I guess because that one was kind of hard to deal with. Well... It's because of Ridley being a boss on that Oh, stage. that's right. He was actually a stage hazard in that one, but now that he's playable... Except the thing is, there that was a clone of Ridley, canonically. Yeah, other M showed that that was, a, that was a Ridley clone, because the real one showed up... Actually, I think the real one was dead by the time Super Yeah, because he died dead. in Super Metroid. Right, and then the one you see in Metroid Fusion is an X clone of him as well. It's the one from Other M. But... That, that was X-cloned. Yeah. And then that's Ridley X. Yeah. Yeah, it, it gets confused. The Metroid series gets a little confusing. Not as much as Star Fox, though. True. Well, at least you don't get a Wolf, a Wolf O'Donnell X coming in. So, the thing about Pyrosphere is, though, that there were hazards besides Ridley. They had the, the Gram guns and the weird bug things. Yeah. So I feel like they could still make Pyrosphere work. Two other stages that people don't have a lot of faith in are from the 3DS version, the Golden Plains and the Pac-Maze. Yeah, Pac-Maze was a little bit hard to deal with. 
it's, it's a lot better than pack land in almost every way. True. The problem is that both of those stages required everyone having their own 3DS screen to see what's going on. Yeah. Because, like, the ghosts were a little different based on grabbing the pellet and stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like they could find a workaround if they really wanted, but so far none of the other guest fighters have had two stages in this game, and we've already seen Pac land, so I'm just really worried that that's going to be Pac-Man's only stage, and that was by far one of my least favorite stages. Right. And Pac-Maze is just so much more... Like, symbolic of Pac-Man. And Golden Plains, of course, has the same problem. Yeah, but that's, like, one in the glut of Mario stages that... I guess we should point out Rainbow Road. Uh, yeah. is returning, isn't it? No. Not yet, at least. Okay, we but don't know. It It's probably not gonna come in because that one was just kind of using the exact Rainbow Road model... And they would have to bring that all the way from the 3DS. Oh, I already mentioned doing it with the Pokemon, so... Yeah, but bringing in a few Pokemon... Is is different from bringing in an entire level and then touching it up for the Switch. Yeah. So that's probably... A lot of the 3DS ones are probably gonna go of, unless they were already on console like Brinstar. I mean, like, we, we get plenty of them. It's just Rainbow Road is like... Not only do we have a lot of Mario stages, we have a lot of moving stages, like in the F-Zero ones... And we have a lot of Mario Kart stages. It's like we. I, I wouldn't be surprised, by the way, if the ice icicle mountain from Melee returned because the ice climbers are back. Well, we we have the summit stage at least. I mean, I feel like I wouldn't mind if they had, because like icicle summit is not one of the better stages, but it's a lot better than Rumble Falls. Yeah. I always thought Icicle Mountain was kind of weird, though, because it's continually scrolling up until it sometimes decides it doesn't want to. Sometimes it just goes rapidly. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it stops. Yeah, like, that's the hazard of the stage. Is that it's constantly changing. Yeah. I love the music, though. Yeah, it's pretty good music. But I wouldn't be surprised if uh, that I, that stage returned, because Ice Climbers are back. A lot of the moving stages seem to be kind of uncertain right now the only one i remember really seeing is the mushroomy kingdom from brawl oh yeah that one like things like rainbow ride we haven't seen that yet rainbow ride was actually pretty fun two stages that i'm expecting to make a comeback we haven't seen yet though are the delfino plaza and the pirate ship the pirate ship from wind waker Mm -hmm. the one i'm expecting to return i'm not sure if it's confirmed yet or not is hyrule temple Oh, yeah, that's in. That's Okay. Not only is it in because of course it is, I've actually seen it myself. That's uh, the one I wish they would get rid of, but people like it for some reason. Mm. It is the largest non-moving stage in the game, though, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, well, in Melee. Like... In, me- in Melee, and I'm pretty certain you, they may actually be able to expand it for 8-player pl- eight Smash. By default, it's already good for 8-player Smash. True. Like New Pork City, Pelotena's Temple, and a lot of other stages are kind of... Built with eight player smash in mind, and that, I guess I guess Foresight is too because, like all the Koopalings were on Foresight in the trailer. That's a good point. But uh, this also makes me wonder if they're going to have more than eight player smash. If they're going to get even bigger, I don't think they could do more than eight. There's only there are only seven Koopalings, and then there was um, Junior. Junior, thank you. So yeah, I guess I guess eight's about the max they can do with. 
Yeah, I mean, come on. We can have like like 16 ice climbers in the Wii Fit studio with their reflections, you think? You know, that's a good point. 16 ice climbers, dear God. We're talking more about stages than characters this time, but, you know, I kind of skimped on talking about stages in we, the other episodes. Yeah, and there's not much else I have to say about stages, except except that they bring back the Omega form choice. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, they did. And they also have battlefield choices now. Really? Yeah. That's actually pretty interesting. Oh, they also have a hazard toggle. You can turn off the hazards, but it's kind of universal, and they have a really... They have a really wide definition of toggle. It's like, like any random element in the stage is just gone, even if they were the more pleasant ones. Yeah, but you get what, I mean... I mean, they're trying so hard already, so it's like, I, I gotta at least appreciate this much effort. I mean, we gotta have everybody returning. Oh, speaking of stages, um, because Snake's back, you know what else is probably coming back? Shadow Moses. Definitely. Like, that That was where he was seen. Yeah, he was in... Sh yep, so yeah, it's confirmed. Shadow Moses is returning. Yeah. I wonder if we're gonna get the codec calls from him. Everyone, like, everyone's wondering that. If they're... If, like they did in Brawl. And if we'll start making references to the newer Metal Gear Solid games, or even, or even Revengeance. Maybe. I, I really want them to do the codex again. I think most of us want them to. Like, they were... They were a lot better than Palutena talks. A lot of people, I've heard a lot of people say that. Keep in mind at this point, I still haven't played uh, Smash 4 for the Wii U. Mm. At this point, I'm probably not going to. Yeah. But I, I take that back. I have played it with a friend, but I don't own it. Yeah, the codex would be great. The only real problem that could get in the way is that Colonel won't be there because his Japanese voice actor died. So that means they mm. can't use the character ever again, ever. So what I think is like if they do Snake Codex... They're probably just gonna keep it to exclusively Otacon. Maybe, maybe bring Mei Ling back. I don't know. Mei Ling and Otacon would be good replacements. I mean, they were there before. I mean, specifically getting having it so Colonel's not there. Yeah, uh, picking up the Colonel's slack. Well, maybe get Raiden in there. I don't know. A uh, that'd be. In, I wonder what if his final smash involves Snake calling for Raiden's help and he just slashes up it. Or Raiden has an assist trophy. That'd be interesting. Raiden would be a cool assist trophy, and he'd be very similar to the Gray Fox one, and more relevant. We've already seen Snake's final smash. It's a missile strike. Okay, so it's not the one from Brawl where he gets in the helicopter and starts shooting everybody. Yeah, with the grenade launcher now. Although him yelling at Showtime is pretty awesome. It was, and I, I kind of don't see a reason for them to get rid of that. <laughs> He's going to yell at Showtime and then missile strike. Yeah. So, yeah, uh... Is there any any other stuff you kind of want to see? I mentioned I want Adventure Mode back. You want Adventure Mode? Um, we, you mentioned bringing back 64 stages. Yeah, the, they're doing that. This is just a thought. What if they made it so Classic Mode, you could either play Classic Mode as it is now, or play the original Classic Mode with the setup from the 64 version? Well, it's funny you say that, because they say that you're going to start the game with just the original cast, and you're going to have to unlock everyone as you go. Oh, wow, you were starting with 8 and having to unlock everyone, rather than what 4 did. 8 or 12, yeah. Or 12, yeah, depending on if they're going to count them as unlockables or not. But I really hope Classic is a lot better than it was in 4. I actually liked it in 4, but it's more the same. Well, the Wii U one was just have, like, three 8-player battles in a row... Then the Fighting Knee Team, then Master Hand, Crazy Hand, and Master Core. 
Yeah, at least in the 3DS version, you had paths you could follow that determine what fights you're doing. And even then, it, it missed a lot of the stuff that made it fun, like the target test or the... Break, break the targets, uh, tro- the trophy one in Melee. Um, I know 64 had more of the platform, so I wish that returned. That would return. I wonder if Ultimate will also bring back all the game modes, Sans Associates Emissary, of course, from the previous games. I hope they do. And I, I hope they change and I hope they change the target test to be like it was in Melee, because I think that was the most interesting one of the bunch. Because it actually utilized each different character's strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, but really though, like last time they did it, they only had twenty five characters. This is true. So I don't think they're gonna do that. I think the best compromise we can get is how Brawl did it, with just a universal target test with five layers of difficulty. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from. and you're, That's probably the best, given the time frame, because this is supposed to be released this year. But, I, like I said, I can hope that they would do one for 60-plus characters and have them all be unique. Yeah. They haven't really talked about the single-player mode at all. Because they know people don't care about the single-player mode too much. They, people like playing Smash with other people. There's still a lot of people who want to play the single-player mode, though, especially, like, me. It's like, who am I going to play with unless I start bringing my Switch everywhere with me, which I technically can, but I generally don't. And, of course, there's me who doesn't own a Switch. Exactly. I mean, you'd probably have to play it on my Switch with me. Mm-hmm. We'd have to, like, break off the Joy-Cons, and, like, they're all, they all look awkwardly tiny. Think- I'm hoping that they have some peripheral, if they don't already... To allow GameCube controllers. They back. do. They announced it. Okay, so everyone's going to be bringing around GameCube controllers again. Yeah, it's like they, they, they really struck gold with Melee and the GameCube controller because, like, Smash Brothers has single handedly kept the GameCube controller relevant ever since the GameCube ended. Yeah, that's a very good point. Like, no other game has. And it's not even for the GameCube, it's just the controller. Mm hmm. That's kind of hilarious, actually. I guess it kind of fits in with how Sony and Microsoft keep the same controller all throughout time. They just change it. Nintendo's usually the one that changes a lot, and we're just kind of used to that. Yeah, but you get kind of spoiled with Sony and Microsoft, where they their new controller is pretty much the same as the old one with a couple differences. Yeah, it's like, like I mean, I guess like when you look at it like that, though, it's like the GameCube controller coming back isn't that weird. It's not, but I mean, for Nintendo, it is. It's also single-handed where we revitalized the uh, game, GameCube controller market. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because people loved it in Brawl. They brought it back for Smash Brothers. Obviously not for the 3DS version. But they did, But they brought it back for uh, Smash 4, and they're bringing it back for this one. I can't play the Switch on my TV anymore, so I've just been exclusively playing the Switch portably. Mm-hmm. So that's probably how I'm going to be playing Smash Brothers. So it's like I'm already kind of used to not using the GameCube anymore ever since the 3DS game. Right, I can see that. I'll probably I'm gonna try to get a Switch this year and get Smash Brothers Ultimate, mm-hmm. and then it'll probably get me a new GameCube controller. All the other ones I have are busted. Switch is an excellent console. Like, there's like so many games you could play on it. I'm looking forward to it. Anyway, Sakurai said that he kind of hopes that we don't expect too many new characters. I don't think we will. We're getting so many returning, even those that haven't been around since Melee. Or, or Brawl, that I think he's going to have more than enough. Maybe a couple new ones, and that's about it. Yeah, I'm thinking... I'm thinking, at the most, five new characters, some of them Echoes. I'm thinking you're about right, so that 
You're thinking five total or five in addition to what we have? In addition, like. Okay, I maybe I'm saying less. Uh, I'm saying less. I'm saying only a couple more. And, and this is not even getting into DLC. That's very true as well. Because of the way Nintendo's operating now, there are plenty of DLC opportunities. And like, like my idea of which characters I want to see in the game, it's, it's actually a little different since the last time, now that we have more information to go off and like a better grasp of what the landscape is for newcomers. With a few exceptions, there's no, no holes barred now. Yeah, yeah, it's like... Like we people said, Ridley, they wanted Ridley in, but they were never going to do it. Guess what? I, I don't think we're going to get playable crate, though. Nah, I don't think so either. The characters I kind of want to see the most, I can name four off the top of my head. I want to see Captain Toad. You've said, you've mentioned him already. Actually, make it five. Okay. Actually, no, there are, there are still a few characters I want to see. I just know that not all of them are probably going to get in. Right. But Captain Toad, you know, they've really been pushing him in the Mario series more lately. And I can even I can even picture a moveset for him in my head. Okay. Another one would be bring in Shadow the Hedgehog as an echo of Sonic. That's the one I think a lot of people are saying anyway. Yeah. I, I originally wasn't too big on the idea, but since we haven't seen the Shadow Assist Trophy and there's the Knuckles Assist Trophy, it's possible, at least at the time of this recording, again, watch Shadow be confirmed as an assist like before this comes out and then we'll just look foolish. Yep. Uh, similar logic for Ashley from WarioWare. I wouldn't think she'd be an Echo. Well, oh, no, no, not an Echo, just... Similar, hey, we haven't seen her assist yet, and she's uh, popular. Yeah, she is probably the most popular um, WarioWare character after Wario himself. Yeah, and, like, the fact that they gave her a me fighter outfit. Yeah, that's a nice nod. And on that line of thought, Gino from Mario RPG. Now, originally I thought he'd be kind of cool during Brawl, but I didn't really have my hopes up too much, and then I didn't really think about him much during the... Four era, but then they gave him the Me Gunner outfit, and I did a little reading and found out that Sakurai has been interested in Gino consistently since Brawl, and so I think if, if this is going to be the ultimate game, and you know they've already got Square on board with Cloud, maybe it's his time. Maybe let's hope. And another one that I want is an Octoling as an echo of the Inkling, because I think Splatoon, frankly, deserves to have more than just the Inkling. Yeah, I can't say one way or the other on that one, because I never played Splatoon. Well, in the Splatoon single-player mode, they're basically just enemy-exclusive Inklings. Okay. And then in the second game, you get a DLC expansion where you can play as an Octoling, but that'd be a little too late for this. Oh, that's fair. You pretty much named all the characters that I would want back, in what you said, mm. which, with the exception of I'm still holding off for Banjo, <laughs> but I don't expect it to happen. I, there are some other characters that I could name that I could be interested in, but... Have you noticed, by the way, that through all this time, ever since Brawl allowed third-party characters, no Microsoft exclusives? Not yet. Not yet. Uh, the only other one I would name, and that's only because this particular character had files in Brawl, but it was never executed, mm. Dixie Kong. Oh, yeah, yeah, Dixie Kong. I know a lot of people are wanting her and or K. Rule to be in the game. And since we can't make the argument that K. Rule's too big anymore because they got Ridley in. I don't think that was ever K. Rule's problem. No, I'm surprised that he's not in. You know the last time we saw K. Rule was in Mario Super Sluggers? That's pretty sad, isn't it? 
Yeah, it's, it's, it's a little sad. Actually, you know what I'm hoping? If they bring K. Rool in, one of his skins is his Donkey Kong Country cartoon. Oh. And, just, and instead of the announcer saying K. Rool, it's a Rool, like they do in the cartoon. <sighs> what, if, what if they brought in music from the Donkey Kong cartoon? Oh, no. Oh, no. What, what if every time Donkey Kong loses a match, it just starts saying, I don't know what happened to me. <laughs> That, He's nobody's hero. Yeah. Oh, by that logic, we need to bring Buster Kong in. Oh, yeah. Or anytime DK grabs a metal box, it starts playing the song from when he was a robot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. We'll get a Leo Luster assist trophy and just, like, like does a weird pelvic thrust dance and suddenly the stage explodes. Yeah. Be like Omar's end of days. He'll just, like, touch someone, and then they'll electrify them to death like he does in the one song. Oh, man. Again, it'd be like, never mind. That would be weird. But, yeah, K. Rool being in the game would actually be really cool, along with Dixie Kong. Yeah. I think Dixie would probably be more likely than K. Rool, though, simply because she's more popular. Yeah, and if I could be entirely honest, I'd prefer Cranky Kong over either of them, but I don't think that's going to happen. No, we get Cranky Kong on Donkey Kong's back like in uh, Tropical Freeze. <laughs> we get Cranky Kong on K. Rule on Dixie Kong. They're like a trio, like all stacked up on top of each other. Wow. <laughs> wouldn't, that put, wouldn't you put K. Rule on the bottom? K. Rule rather on the bottom then? Well, that wouldn't be as funny. No, it'd be funny if you had Kitty Kong in there from DKC3. Yeah, just just get every Kong all just like bumbled up, like just, like this is the wonderful 101 or something. The one, the wonderful 10 Kong. Yeah, Wonder Kong. The one, yeah. Man, I wonder if we'll get an assist trophy of Wonder Red or anyone. That would be nice. Yeah, I don't. He think... was a trophy in Smash Four. Yeah, I don't think we'll get to play as him, sadly. But no, that because their game was just kind of one and done. And it would be pretty complicated to figure out a move set for him without ninety nine people following him. Yeah, it's like Olimar on crack. Wonder Red has to pluck them out of the ground. He'd be an echo of Olimar. Ah, that could be kind of cool, actually. You could have an echo of Olimar be Wonder Red, and the P- Pikmin are changed to just people, like the other, like the other Wonder characters. <laughs> that would so not work. No, but it'd be funny. Uh, it would be funny. I think we're kind of exhausted all our ideas for now. Yeah, we have. And yet somehow we still managed to get nearly an hour on this. Yeah. Again, watch watch this entire episode get outdated by the time it actually goes up. It'll be outdated by tomorrow. I mean, let's just be honest here. Tomorrow, the game's canceled. Bye. Ah. I have been the Axe Man. And who have you been? I've been Gabby. Yeah, I told you, I was just talking to the dog the whole time. I didn't care about Henry. And if you like the BitCast, you can subscribe to it on the Podcast One website and the Podcast One app. Find the episodes on iTunes. And in the meantime, I will see you on the next one. Peace. Listen to BitCast anytime on PodcastOne.com and on the Podcast One app.